welcome to Your Life, Your Way. I'm your host, Kathleen McDermott. I think you're going to find some inspiration today, whether you're an entrepreneur, a parent, a golfer. My guest, Hathel Archeraker, owner of Performance Above, is filled with wisdom. And she is such a beautiful, kind, compassionate, empathic soul. And every time I talk with Hathel, it's just some something that on the surface might seem like a small comment, but it's so much deeper than that. And I find that the, the things that she says and, and I take away from our conversations continue to stay with me. And I think you will find the same today. How does golf relate to life? Hathel has a great way of, of sharing how that, uh, how that happens. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you will enjoy this episode. I'm sure you will. Take away something that you can put into your day-to-day living. Again, thank you for being here. Here's Hathel. Good afternoon, Hathel. I am so thrilled to have you with me here today. Good afternoon. I am very thrilled to be here. I'm so curious to know more about your work. I have been to your office, your studio, and um, what you do I find to be very, very interesting. So I'm going to have you explain that to us. But you and I live, both live in Aiken, South Carolina. So we're enjoying these chillier temperatures today. I'm not (laughs) sure I'm quite ready for them yet. (laughs) Right, right. It is chilly. It is. It is. It's beautiful. The sky's blue. The trees look so happy. But um, yeah, I'm not quite ready for this yet. And what you do is definitely helping those who tend to be outside. So, Hazel, you are the owner of Performance Above. That's so correct. if you could tell us a little bit about exactly what Performance Above is and what you do, and that little bit of how it helps people who play outside. That's right. So Performance Above, it's a physical therapy clinic and also a sports performance, more intending to golf performance clinic, where people come here to either better their game or to prevent injuries. So I have a very um, unique technique that I've learned from um, Australia for assessment of your full body, whether it's mobility, strength, speed, endurance, agility. So I test all of that for an athlete. Um, And then based on that, we work on our steps to get them better so they can play their game better and preventing any injuries. So that's what performance above is. How, I may, may rephrase the question. Did you choose this or do you find it chose you? Um, very difficult to say whether I chose it or it chose me. I think it happened over time. I've been a physical therapist for over um, 15 years now, and I have been practicing in multiple locations um, in South Carolina, and I also practiced in Georgia. And always I felt that there was something lacking, whether we did a patient care or client care, the connection was lacking. And to give 
the person a whole, um, you know, a whole treatment versus patient being a number for me, mm-hmm. because it, it's it's more of the relationships that we are uh, creating between me and another person versus a person being a number. So I was lacking that. Um, that's why uh, I guess performance about came to me or I came to it. So it's difficult to say who came first. Why golf versus tennis or something else? Um, multiple reasons. I think with golf, no matter how good you are, every shot you play, sometimes it's a good shot and sometimes it's an okay shot, but that good shot will make you want to go again. So it's almost very similar to life. You know, we're going to have these great days and we're not going to have, they're going to have these not so great days. But the point is, we are always working towards it. So it's very much life learning game, if I would call it. Well said, well said. So <laughs> I, yes, and that's why I like this. I'm by no means a great golfer, but because of the reasoning, and it's a constant challenge, I am not beating anybody else and beating myself every time. So it's it's a very um, versatile, a wise game. That's what I think. You're so complimentary to it. And I, I probably have had many of my own words as I used to play um, mm-hmm. be- before I became a mom many years ago. And I used to love it. It was one of those where if you can't beat them, join them. Right. My, hus- my husband at the time and my father and everybody I, we knew where we lived was playing golf. So I said, well, I might as well just play as well. Um, and I like the way you say it's, you have a good shot, or you have a, an okay shot. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> I've been in the trees. I've been in that sand. <laughs> right, right, right. So, but I do um, understand how helping the body to be more fit and perform at its highest level can certainly make a difference in everything that we do. That's right. And uh, it's both the physical impacts, the mental Mm-hmm. And the mental impacts the physical. It's so we are we our whole body is very connected. Uh, if you are having if your back is hurting and you're going to go play a game or you know you're going through your life, you are mentally not going to be productive at whatever you want to do. And what and mentally, if you are feeling sad, your body is not going to perform the way it needs to perform. So it's both a combination um and i call it and that's why golf is very much like that you can be a hundred percent golf is more like i would say an 80 percent mental and a 20 percent physical um and if you're a mental game you know no matter how good you can be physically if you mentally are not good then you can you're not going to perform well and you and I both were recently on a wellness panel and this topic, in fact, you brought it up specifically and all of us that were on the panel, you have to agree, we did agree with all of our professions that you cannot separate the body and the mind. You can't heal just one. It has Mm-mm. to be a, a combined and actually for, for, for me, I would say mind, body and spirit. It all has to be correct, working and flowing together. I agree. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. How has starting a business um, and running a business been for you? Very life learning experience um, and very much um, it, it's almost like I like to say this that you know everything that I want is sitting on the opposite side of fear mm -hmm. and so when I started this business I'm able to take those risks and I'm trying to get to the other side of fear so business running a business is more um has is turning me into a much different person than what I was a year ago so it, it's teaching me things that um you know making more relationships keeping um main thing is ego I mean never ever that ego you have to keep it down so learning all those things has been much more of an experience while I've started my business and making so many new I mean when I go to networking events and stuff like that I meet so many new people and it's so much fun to hear their experiences which I don't think I would have done that if I didn't have my business so my business is like a present to me. Nicely said. Mm -hmm. Nicely said. Mm -hmm. And fear is is huge. And that kind of leads me to, to what I'm thinking about. <clears throat> it's whether you're a man or woman. I mean, running a business, starting a business, running a business is not an easy path. Right. There are, it's just like life. There's up and flow, there's challenges, there's ups and downs, kind of like that golf shot. But as a woman who's familiar, with the conditioning that, and I'm speaking specifically to women because that that's who I serve. I know you mm -hmm. serve both genders, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. um, being familiar with the conditioning as, as humans that we are mm -hmm. under from starts at birth, not only generational conditioning, but societal conditioning. That's if right. you could help others, even if it's just one person understand how you yourself worked through not just the fear, but that fear is part of that conditioning. I mean, naturally we are supposed to have a certain level of fear to keep us, you know, from getting attacked by lions, tigers, and bears. Correct. But it, the conditioning has taken fear and made it to the point where it controls our lives. Yes. So if you could kind of, if you don't mind, just mm -hmm. giving us, how was it for you? How are these challenges of this societal and generational conditioning? How did it affect you? What did you have to work through? What, what do you, how did you feel or frustrations or how did it serve maybe in a positive manner by overcoming some of these? But if you could help offer some of your experience to help another person who's feeling so trapped in their limitations, in their fear, mm -hmm. in those, you know, that little voice that's always saying you can't. <laughs> so what might you be able to share with us based on your experience and helping some um, Multiple things that I constantly am working on, but being a woman in the golf in a golf world is already a question. A lot of people will be like, the first thing they'll ask me is, "Do you even play golf?" And um, I'm like, "Yeah, 
I do play golf. Uh, or do you, you don't even look like a golfer. And um, at first I would be like, okay. And then I just learned that people need to hear your voice. So I would be like, I'm not sure what a golfer looks like. All are human beings. I was beings. going to, I'm wondering. <laughs> uh, and I'm a human being. So um, I think you just, I just have to uh, work hard and fight back. And just be the person, I mean, uh, constantly there were insecurities about different things. First of all, I'm, uh, we live in Aiken, South Carolina. As you know, it's a little bit more uh, conservative community around. And there are a lot of questions whether, I mean, trying me trying to fit in uh, being not Caucasian, not African-American, being more brown is already, when they look at it or, you know, just listen to my name, it, it's a question. People don't come and talk to me easily. So I am the one to go and talk to me. So I have to take that step as that, that was my first fear step that I have to cross. So I'm like, okay, I just have to take that step and go. I have to take extra measures, be, do more work and take that extra mile. And I just have to do it. And that's all I have to keep in my mind that let's just do it. Let's just do it. One thing at a time, let's just do it. But if I would not do it, then I don't know where I would be. Um, probably more stagnant. And I do not like to be more stagnant. So just take the faith. I mean, all that's going to happen is the opposite person is probably going to be like, no. Okay stop that go to another person so it's just that keeping in that in mind like at the most what's going to happen it's going to not work well if it doesn't work that's all it is come back go to another uh, person or go to another uh, business and that's how it constantly I have to work on that I love the way you just said that it, if it doesn't work I know when I moved here that was one of the comments that I got well there were a few, but well, what if it doesn't work? Well, I'm probably, it's, it's probably not going to kill me. I probably won't die, right. but I either move somewhere else or go back or what, it's not the end of the world. No, you have to become, move on. Yes. You just, what's the next step? What's the next thing? Right. And maybe it, maybe some of it is the fact that I'm a multi-passionate person. I don't have to put me in that, you know, you get a job when you're out of high school or out of college and you work for 40 years and you retire and you get a that's that's not me that's just never been me to stay in this one single path and it's beautiful for those that it is i'm not criticizing or judging it's just right. not it's not who i am but that multi-passionate of experiencing different things i think led me to well so it doesn't work yes and so i don't know if you that's right. And I don't know if you remember that long time ago, we had talked about like, this is what I've tried. I constantly try to think about is when that my mind should be like the flowing water. Mm. And, you know, when you feel about a flowing water and if there are rocks in it, or there's a big wall, you know, water is going to find a way to move on. It's going to go either over it or it's going to take another path. And that's what it is. I either have to go over it or I have to take another path. And that's 
a constant reminder that I cannot, I have to keep my mind as the flowing water. I love that. Yes. And that is what keeps me going and, you know, accomplishing things. Um, you know, I don't, for every person, success is, um, you know, I, I'm not sure what success for everybody else is. For me, it's when I make relationships, that is success. Um, when I'm able to, you know, when people out and about are talking about how good they feel mm -hmm. after they have met me, that's what success is for me. Agree. So, There's nothing like really having someone have their own breakthrough, their own aha, their own goodness and joy of whatever they're looking for. And when they finally get it, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. Correct. An experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, um, if you could offer something in a way of someone is either <clears throat> wanting to start a business, but mm -hmm. they don't know what to start. Okay. What would you offer there? When they want to start a business and they don't know what they want to do? Mm -hmm. hmm. That is interesting. Well, you have to find out what you're passionate about. Um, for example, I knew I was, before starting physical therapy, um, I was passionate about serving or healing. Healing is, I think healing is my thing. Um, so serving and healing was, uh, it was when I grew up, I saw my grandfather. He was an acupressurist and acupuncturist and he healed people. And the, the experience what people had always made me that, that I wanted that, that it would heal people. So I've been a healer or since growing up. And so when I got into physical therapy, that was, it was an automatic, like, this is what I should have been doing. So whether it's a physical healing or whether we talk and somebody's going through a bad day, I know when I'm talking or listening to them that they're getting healed. So I think that's what my passion is. So I think if they know what their passion is, then work is not work or work is not a Great. job. Mm -hmm. It's, it's what you love to do. That's what you do. So I think the person who doesn't know what they want to start is they just have to find out what they're passionate about and go with it. You know, and sometimes, as you said, and it's exactly that it's go back to when you were younger or even far back as a little girl, what did you always, what spoke to you then? What, what could you, what did you want to play all the time? What was your right. favorite thing that you couldn't, you couldn't keep yourself from doing? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the answers are there. Never know. Yes. Forever. I mean, the inspiration or whatever that doesn't make you feel that it's going to be a chore. Like you could love making pizzas, but I'm not sure if you would want to become a person that would have a restaurant that would serve pizzas. I mean, that if you don't want to make it as a chore or if you love to just baking pizza for everybody else, then yes, that would be the right thing for you. So it's just whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat, whatever you feel that that's going to be comfort. That's what you start with. Nice. Mm -hmm. Now, Hathel, you are a mom. 
you have a family and you're running a business. And one thing that we always think of, you think, what do you want? Oh God, I want balance. I want to balance work and family, life and family. We know, you and I know, we can have another conversation that balance comes from within, but another conversation for another day. <laughs> but what would you offer? How has it been for you being a mom, being a wife, having a family and running a business? Mm-hmm. In that um, sense, I would say I have multiple um, businesses or not even businesses. I would have, um, I'm a mother for sure. I am a physical therapist during the daytime. Uh, afternoon, I become a taxi driver because I have to take my kids <laughs> everywhere yeah. else. Um, then come home, you know, cook and feed and all that stuff. But I think if I didn't have that, it would, my life wouldn't be full of spices. I love spicy food. So this is, this is giving a little spice to my life. And I think great out, what a great way to look at it. So I'm not sure if the world is supposed to have the two balance themes and it's always going to be, um, no, it's always when you have one thing, like when your business has some issues, you never know your kid can be sick at the same time. It Most of the time it happens like that. You know, you always have two things pressing on you at the same time, but you prioritize and what can wait and what cannot wait. And you learn as you go. And again, at the end of the day, when I'm extremely stressful, I have to think about it. And my mind has to be like a flowing water. So anyways, spicy life to flow better. <laughs> yes. Okay. And yeah. I remember something when you and I first got together and, and we're getting to know one another and, and find it was finding out about your business. You said something to me that's always stuck with me. And we've heard this in a different context. But when you said to me, it was you related it to biz, being in business. And it's that um, it takes a village and a village helped you get to where you are. And that was a different way for me to look at that. It takes a village because you're right. I didn't get to where I am. You didn't get to where you are just all by ourselves. Mm -mm. That's right. That is so much correct. I think um, your business is like your baby, if you think about it. And when you have a baby, it's not just the mother and the baby, it's the father it's the um you know grandparents it's the whole house that gets together to raise the baby and our business is very much similar it's not just me if I did not have a customer then my business is not going to work if I did not know a lot of other people knowing about me they wouldn't recommend uh my business to come you know, come and see me as a client or a patient. So it's definitely a full village and it's not going to be you yourself to grow your business. So my business just doesn't comprise of me. It's it's a, it's a combination or it's a gathering of a lot of different people. And I love that. And it's like I said, that's always stuck with me. And it definitely comes to play for me in, in an area that I recognize right away is I know what my, I know what are not my strengths. I know what my strengths are not. Mm-hmm. And f- so surrounding myself with the people that do have those strengths, you know, uh, Christy, my VA, you know, Kurt, my financial guy, just a couple of people that are in my circle of support that they make me stronger in my strengths. 
That's right. And that is part of the village thought process. And I, I, I've always loved that. Absolutely. I mean, starting from my own family, my parents who have constantly been with me and pushed me to achieve more than my husband and my kids, um, everything, just starting from that ground base and then taking it out further in the community has, it's all part of my village. Love it. Love it. So how does this above or performance above and your work tie into your legacy that you're creating, not just for yourself, but also for your children? That's right. I have to tell you a small story. My daughter um, is going to Aiken Scholars Academy. And before she could go to Aiken Scholars Academy, they had an interview process to select which kids could go to ASA, to Aiken Scholars Academy. And um, you know, she's made A's and A on a roll and those. So the teacher or the teachers there or the panel asked her, you know, you've made 90s and um, always been in so many other, um, you know, whether it's golf, tennis, piano, you've been in all those activities. So tell me how, what is more important for you education wise? And she answered, everything is good, but above all is the human relationship is the most important of all. And then I knew exactly that that's what I value and that's how my kids understand what we as parents value and that's what they bring as well. So that's the most important thing for me is the human relationship that you have versus anything above. So I know everywhere they go, what's important to them, you know, nothing else other than taking care of you and taking care of the person opposite, you know, you know, respecting them and having a good relationship. So they understand that. And that just made me, you know, it was like, perfect. This is, this is what my business is all about. And yes. So I absolutely love that. And you know, I knew that that was success for me. So my business already is growing. Well, we know our children are always watching and listening. Yes. And that right there was just a reminder of just how much they do. That's right. Absolutely. You know, and there's times that we think, oh my God, do they ever listen? But there they are. They are constantly there's listening. so many times I hear myself coming back to me. <laughs> Yes. And yes. I'm grateful for it. And it's a, it's, I think there are great, our greatest teachers. I really do. I agree. I agree. And the business has helped me as a person, as a parent, um, to mold my kids as well. And at, before I would tell them, okay, which fields do you like, whether you like science or whether you like, um, math and I would I would be like where do you want to go what do you want to do when you grow up and the point is I'm probably I was giving them a tunnel vision and now that my business has grown it innovates constantly I stopped making you know asking them about where do they want to go or what giving them a tunnel vision or asking them what do you want to be Instead, I would be like, okay, you like this subject. What about, or rethinking the concept of, okay, you like science, so you like math, or how you can 
combine them or giving them more process, thought process of, um, you know, keeping it more small. So now they have a wide vision versus more of a tunnel vision. So, so I you think- spark their, You spark their creative thinking. Yes, very much. And I think that is more important because I think in my business, I have learned um, many roles. And so I'm, a, you know, being a PT, but I also do like my front desk job. I do a job of a biller. I also do marketing. I do network uh, marketing, creative things. So I think I just added that many jobs to my life. So I know and I've learned. So I think stopping them at one area is not going to be great. So giving them an opportunity that there's world full of opportunities and you don't have to think about, okay, let me just beat this and stop. Embrace the possibilities. That's correct. Yeah. I love that. It's, there is, there's just so much out there to enjoy and and like you said, taking math or as science as an example, who knows what you could do putting it together? Mm-hmm. So much. Definitely, yes. definitely. Yeah, so. and it's important because our, as I said, our children are watching and listening and there's so much of that conditioning from birth and with the awareness that that's happening and you decide to break the cycles, mm-hmm. you're not only freeing yourself, but you're freeing them yes. and yes. ancestors, generations Everybody. forward. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. And I, I mean, I think I don't, I'm not sure if I would have been like that if I didn't have my business, if I was in the nine to five job and there's nothing wrong with nine to five job, but I'm just saying it's me. If I were in that position, I'm not sure if my vision would have been this wide enough or giving them more opportunity to think outside of the box, think more. And instead of being like, okay, let's just put a little, you know, headgear on and just let's go this way, you know? So I think this is what they can focus on multiple things. They can even have two different careers if they wanted, mm-hmm. you know, that's up to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what If I may ask, does your life your way, you know, that's what I'm all about. That's what I stand Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. What does your life your way mean to you? Uh, A lot. I think there's a reason why I am born. We all, I have a purpose. Uh, I know, and it took me a lot of time to find what my purpose was. Even though I am a healer, I didn't know that I was a healer, but my life, my way, constantly working, thinking of what's the purpose. I I found it that taking my pathway, the way I am, where it's going is the healing mechanism. So I think doing that, molding that has, you know, given me a lot more in my life, a lot more closer to my spirit. Um, So I think, um, you know, everything has been great, great. That's what I could say. Beautiful. Thank you Mm -hmm. for sharing that. Mm -hmm. What's happening today in your business? Anything new and exciting? Yes, actually, um, I am about to launch my 
online course for golf fitness. And we just finished videoing and it's about to, you know, I'm just putting everything together. So I'm very excited. This is my first ever uh, venture. As I said, constant innovation, creative thinking. So where my world is heading, going, it's constantly innovating. So that's where it's going right now. Beautiful. When, when are you, do you want to give a date as to when you're officially launching or you're not? Uh, not sure because I have to do a lot more test runs before I launch it. So I know it's not going to have any issues. So uh, yeah. So I know I'm you've thinking been about it in two weeks. Yes. I'm constantly working on it. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited for you and I'm anxious to hear more. Um, Anything else that you'd like to offer the listeners? Any last no. words of inspiration? Well, I think the listeners are going to be um, inspiring me. If they have any questions, you know, I would love to answer them, whether it's um, physical therapy related or other general questions. I'm not sure if I would have answer for everything, um, but I could definitely Google it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Our first go to. Uh, that's right. Um, but you know, I'm just, you know, happy to be here, happy to um be in front of you, you know, talking. So it's a it's it's a joy. Wonderful. And it has been a joy, and I'm thrilled to have you here. But I would also like, and I will include these in the show notes, but if you could also give a shout out to a link or a website or something that they could go to today if they wanted to check you out a little bit more and maybe reach out. Absolutely. My website is www.performanceabove.com. Um, if you still have any questions, my phone number is 803-716-8750. And my name is Hathel. Wonderful. <laughs> Well, Hathel, thank you so much for being here. It's been wonderful getting to know you over the last couple of years, and I look forward to spending more time and might have to get the Under Armour shirt out, but let's get out and <laughs> have some coffee sometime soon and uh, catch up. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, thank so, you so much. much. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Your Life, Your Way. I'm your host, Kathleen McDermott. I think you're going to find some inspiration today, whether you're an entrepreneur, a parent, a golfer. My guest, Hathel Archeraker, owner of Performance Above, is filled with wisdom. And she is such a beautiful, kind, compassionate, empathic soul. And every time I talk with Hathel, it's just some, something that on the surface might seem like a small comment, but it's so much deeper than that. And I find that the, the things that she says and, and I take away from our conversations continue to stay with me. And I think you will find the same today. How does golf relate to life? Hathel has a great way of, of sharing how that, uh, how that happens. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you will enjoy this episode. I'm sure you will. Take away something that you can put into your day-to-day -day living. Again, thank you for being here. Here's Hathel.